Where we talk about everything we love to hate and all the things that we hate to love. I'm Tara. I'm Courtney. And <laughs> and this is our maiden voyage on our podcast. It is our maiden voyage. Our We're so excited time. here. We've got the giggles a little bit. A little so. bit. A little bit nerve wracking. But I think we picked an excellent topic for our first episode. Right, right. Well, we just passed the Halloween season. Yes. We... And uh, we're, we're getting well into November. But I did get to see, you know, a lot of my classics that I have to watch every year. Of course. And um, one of those classics is Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, this is a movie that is, like, near and dear to my heart. It was my first horror movie that I saw as a child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Way too young because I grew up in the 80s when there was no... I know. Why did our parents let us watch this? No one cared what you were watching or what you were doing. I was probably smoking cigarettes and having like <laughs> a pint of liquor while I was watching it. I think right. I was like six. I remember watching it on HBO at my house, like in the shag carpet on hands and knees, like watch. I'm pretty sure I was by myself. I don't even think my parents were watching it with me. You know, I, I can't remember know. who I watched it with. I, my uncle is a... Uh relatively close in age he's a couple of years older than me and he probably with one of his friends had rented it and i watched it with them and then was scared for the next like four years of my life i mean i i don't have huge memories of being scared of it but i do remember my dad recorded it for me on like vhs back when you could like uh -huh. pirate movies and it wasn't a big deal and i remember watching it like every day after school every day just like it took me a couple of years to watch it again after I saw it the first time because it, it took a long time for me to actually be able to fall asleep and not worry about Freddy coming for me. Oh, I still worried about it every night. Like, my sister and I shared I, a bed at the time, uh -huh. and every night we had to, like, check under the bed. We had to, like, shut the closet door, had to shut the bedroom door, like... And I was, like, notorious for telling all the friends and kids in the neighborhood, like, just as a PSA, just right. so you know, um, you will be murdered in your sleep. Make sure you close your closet. I don't know what it was with closets. He never came out of a closet. No, I don't remember that, you know. And it, and it wasn't until um, I watched, probably by about the third the or the third sequel that it was like all of the creative ways that he he came around it was like i was afraid of everything in the house even the toaster and i don't even know what's the See, toaster. for me it was like the first one for me was the scariest like they progressively got cheesier and cheesier and uh, you know mm -hmm. freddie's talking and making like funny comments about everything and he's got uh -huh. like dad jokes for days about murdering people <laughs> uh -huh. like so for me it was like less like you know when he's like with the pizza and you know some poor kid's fingers like yeah. he's got their head on a pizza and he's like eating it it's like not as scary to me but the first one was like oh god like, well yeah because he would just pop in and out of nowhere and he was actually invading these people's homes too you know these kids homes right and you and, didn't know anything at that time you didn't know anything about him so right like what you don't know about you're more scared of yeah exactly yeah. exactly um we are um drinking some champagne well i uh, we we call it champagne but it's actually a kirkland brand let me get the bottle and show it oh, uh, sure. anybody who's watching. Anyone who's also a fan of Costco, which, uh, I mean, who isn't? Let's see. It's Kirkland brand Prosecco Rosé. Yeah. So it's pinkish. Tastes Pink. just like Costco. It tastes like Costco. It's good. Um, but uh, we figured it's uh, perfect 
for the B list uh, as uh, B list ladies, B list topics, ladies. You know, I never want to talk kids. <laughs> no, not at all. So um, I feel comfortable being able to call ourselves the B list because we know about everything B list. Yeah. Let's get started here. Um, now you have uh, all the information over there with you on um, the nineteen eighty four. The original. Original. So I did a little Goog search, did a little Googling. Um, it came out November 9th, 1984, which means, I mean, I remember, I don't know why I remember it coming out when I was like, because in 1984, I was two. Uh -huh. So I had just turned five. Yeah. So, I mean, it had already, yeah. I guess, made it to cable by the time I watched it. So obviously, I don't remember it coming out. Um, opening weekend, it was only, it was a limited release of 165 theaters uh -huh. around the country. Um, it grossed $1.271 million, which like, it was like record breaking at that time. Like it had made a lot of money because they only put like, I don't know how much money they put into making it. The budget was 1.1 million. So like 1.1 million. Yeah. That's so little. So little. <laughs> 1.1 which million. i don't know what that would be today i should have done like the research to see what that would be today but it grossed 57 million dollars worldwide when you put a million dollars i mean that's not bad that's not too bad no it's not too bad for a movie about some horribly burned person and then who... you gotta think too i wonder what all the franchising like like the halloween costumes and you know there had to be there were right. toys yeah 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 oh yeah toys and it and... spawned something way bigger i mean how many i don't even know i mean fedoras sequels. were not cool and then after that and then after you that got a fedora. I mean, come on sweaters now. for days a you know a fedora striped sweaters everyone had to have one yeah um obviously okay so the original stars heather Langenkamp, obviously as nancy robert england is Fred. and i read online that they were that wes craven they were looking for someone who was going to look kind of weaselly uh -huh. at first they wanted a big dude like a giant like you know michael myers like giant guy right but he's like no i was kind of picturing like a weaselly like and then you see robert england with no makeup on and you're like he kind of does he's... have like a rat face a little yeah. bit I remember seeing Robert England in a made for, well, it wasn't a TV, it was a TV series, V, I believe it was, where it was about aliens or something. It came out not too long or around the same time. Okay. And he was in that show too. And I remember mom and dad going, that's Freddy Krueger. And I was like, but he has a normal face. <laughs> I mean, as normal as Robert Those England. Those scars healed really well. Right. Look at him. Right. Must but, not have picked at it. But yeah. And, and even now to this day, whenever I see Robert England in anything, I'm just like, that's Freddy Krueger. That's Freddy Krueger. Doesn't matter what he is. Yeah. Else. I mean, and of course this is Johnny Depp's debut movie. Oh yeah. Um, they tried to get Charlie Sheen actually, but he wanted too much money. So, hmm. I can see that though. That that probably would have worked too. But you know what though, I can't see it with anybody else other than. Johnny I mean, Depp. who else do you want to see sucked into a bed? Right, Depp. and turned into a blood fountain in his little half shirt, <laughs> his crop top, his little crop top and headphones. <laughs> I mean, rocking it. Um, yeah, Nick Corey as Rod, or he his given name is Jesus Garcia, uh -huh. but for in the movie, like his you stage know, name, stage name was okay. Nick Corey. Um, a little known fact, uh, I mean, it's not a little known fact, he is a burn victim, but uh, the makeup artist was looking at tons of pictures of UCLA burn victims, yeah, um, from the medical center, like to base Freddie's makeup on, which I feel like it progresses differently. Like, you can tell that they've used different makeup artists throughout the whole course of the series because, like, in the first one, I feel like it's a lot gooier, it's mm -hmm. real 
it's real sticky kind of mm-hmm. like like those wounds are very fresh mm-hmm. like lots of ky on that. lots of ky drippy i don't know what they use something yeah. it's very liquidy and then you know though it worked though because especially whenever there was any scenes of like fire or in the boiler room the way the lights would reflect off of his face yeah it just looked gross yeah and then there's like there is i mean jumping ahead but there's the scene in the movie where like he like stretches like he scratches his chest there's like guts hanging out or whatever it's not a bird's chest when like when you see later on in the series and he shows his chest it's he's like burned yeah like everywhere whole body suit so that's a little how much time did all that makeup take i wonder jeez i don't want to think about it <laughs> poor guy uh, and they didn't even know how to do anything back then you know it was right. like, <laughs> like they tested it nope they, i know no. it really did it hours was, it and was... hours that's why you wear a sweater because like right <laughs> Could you imagine if he was shirtless in that boiler room? Like, it would have taken forever. Sexy Kruger in sexy, the boiler room. Sexy Kruger in the boiler room. No, even in, like, beach scenes later on, he's wearing that sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it really was one of those movies, too, that set my love for, like, everything horror, too. I know that you don't play a whole lot of video games, but I love playing horror survival games. Yeah. And I loved, um, I loved, um... I love video games like uh, Silent Hill and Resident Evil, where there's the sound effect and the and the uh, almost like whenever you go into these um, these these worlds, it's like an upside down world. Yeah. Like from Stranger Things. Yeah. And that's one of the things that um, I, I or that's one of the first things that I loved about Nightmare on Elm Street too was that it was always like this alternate world it was flipped upside down yeah and it was kind of the start of like the slasher kind of like well i mean obviously like all the other ones like halloween and stuff like that were kind of slasher movies too but it was like the beginning of like final girls like final girls uh-huh. who ends i mean with the exception of the second mm-hmm. Marion elm street which of course you is. know why don't we go on to the boiler room let's do it with the magic of television, for those of you who are not listening, we were just, uh, or who are listening only and not seeing us on our video, we were just whisked away to our uh, boiler room um, where Freddie is probably, he may be cooking dinner right now, so I don't want to bug We don't want to, I mean, you got to watch those pots. Yeah, well, you, you know. <laughs> you don't want it to overflow. That's just embarrassing. He doesn't want to get burned, so. So... Wes Craven got the idea for this from reading LA, LA Times articles. Um, the 1970s um, Cambodian refugees would have these nightmares and then they would die soon after they would have these nightmares. Uh-huh. And they called it Asian Death Syndrome, which I'm not sure we're supposed to call it that now, but well, I mean, um, it's just like sudden unexplained deaths that happen during your sleep. Like your heart stops and things like that. And he kept reading articles about it and it terrified him. Yeah. And he was like, this would make a really good movie. So... It's kind yeah. of funny how it's just all white children in the movies, but well, <laughs> which is kind of a thing. Like it's just now to where there's like not the token black kid who gets murdered in these movies. Like, right. like there weren't a lot. I mean, there were several throughout the series. I think there was like after the first and second one, I think there was like one black kid maybe per or Hispanic kid per movie. But yeah. they always got murdered in the beginning. And yeah. then it was like. That's always been like the trope is that yes, the, the, like, the minority. Yes, if you're a race. minority <laughs> and you find yourself in a horror movie, just go home. Just, just go home. Excuse yourself from the situation. Just make new friends. Make new friends. 
preferably all black kids or people of color and then you're safe because like, they're not going to make a movie about you probably for another like 30 40 years so. no. <laughs> right. i just recently watched get out and that was like really good did you see get out yes i did it was amazing i really liked it and i was like oh man like yeah yeah it was that one is good he's uh who who, who was it the jordan, that peele. jordan peele yeah. yeah he's he's like got the market like cornered on the race relation yeah slash horror it was really slash... yeah it was really good yeah and it was very good it was kind of scary and kind of like oh man is this what, is this where we are now <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy it's definitely commentary especially now with like like you like it's just a fact like if you're a person of color in america and you go missing mm -hmm. even if it's like in a very well lit nice area like in that movie like you can just no one's gonna look right for you. nobody's like, gonna look nobody's for gonna look for you it just sucks that's um, ridiculous one of the things that i think that um nightmare on elm street is really known for is the one-liners that i freddie can rock a one-liner can like he <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying they're great i'm just saying he has a lot of them he's got a lot of them he's got a sharp wit i'm your boyfriend now nancy <laughs> with that tongue in the phone Ugh. Uh, I'm your boyfriend now, nancy. <laughs> oh oh yeah that and i can't talk on a handheld receiver like that anymore i'm so another glad that got if this. you pull a phone out of the wall and it rings don't answer it right it's a ghost also, it's a dead another, person another lesson that i learned from this movie as well is that even if you're in your dreams don't investigate noises no. mm -mm. in your pajamas or your under just get fully mm -mm. dressed be like what was nope. that noise hang on where are my jeans and my running shoes and if you're in the hallway and the hall man monitor is dressed like freddy krueger <laughs> you're in a dream wake yourself up you are in a dream <laughs> You know, and that's another reason that I've never been able to wear any sort of striped sweater at all. I mean, they've all either got to be solid color or... That and it makes me look like the Hamburglar. That yeah. too. <laughs> that too. I do have a little trouble with that. but uh... Yeah, but definitely, I mean, you're not going to see me wearing green and red stripes. But it, it it doesn't fail that I'll see a sweater that I don't I, I wouldn't mind having. But if it's striped, I think no, it's a little too Krugery. A little too much. A yeah. little too much. And then you know, the, like you said, the vertical stripes on it. Vertical too, stripes like, can't wear a fedora. It, it, I just feel wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, either that or I feel like Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> either way, I'm posing. It's not a good look. But even the kids had some of the best lines in there too. I was thought I was talking to you earlier about this. Like yeah, uh, yeah. the character of Rod was uh, talking to Tina, I believe it was. Yeah. And um, he's like, "Why are you having nightmares? Guys can have nightmares too, you know." Guys can have nightmares too, you know. You can get a corner on the market or something. Oh, are you forgetting his best one-liner at the beginning of the movie? Like. You know, Tina's telling everyone, like, they're all walking to school and telling him about nightmares. And and Rod's like, I woke up with a boner this morning. With your name with on your it. With your name on it. And then she's all like, well, my name's only four letters long. I don't think you have room for that. I had a heart on this morning when I woke up, Tina. Had your name written all over it. There's four letters in my name, Rod. How could there be room on your joint for four letters? <laughs> um, She called his uh, <laughs> member... 
his joints. Yet she still invites him over for a sleepover. Still invite him over for a sleepover. And okay, so I one of my first notes in this in this whole thing is that like why does everyone in the 80s look middle-aged tina right when she died they specifically said tina gray i think it's her last name age 15. that girl is not 15. right <laughs> she looks like a 35 year old mother of three who works at a diner i know right? <laughs> she's not 15. Like I could, it's like Heather Langenkamp always had that kind of younger feel to her. I don't know if it was like her hair or all the sweater vests they made her wear, but like she did kind of look younger. Rod did not look like a teenager. No. Um, Tina did not look like a teenager. She looked like she could be her own mother. Um, no. <laughs> like, and, uh, Johnny Depp looked younger. He looked, you know, and and he looks baby faced. Watching it now, yeah, for sure. And and looking at it, it's like, yeah, he's so baby faced and young in it. Now, I at the time though, I don't know if he would have really past for 15 or 16 or whatever no but you can crop all the shirts you want you're not gonna look right <laughs> and i'm also gonna tell you i never knew one guy who wore a crop top no but i also i mean i did know okay so there was when i grew up there were we had two babysitters in our neighborhood shout out to you guys if you're watching um there was a kid that lived across the street he was a football player he mm -hmm. was our babysitter his name's chad which is again, if you're gonna wear a crop top, Chad, your name's the gonna person be Chad. who's gonna do yeah. it. He he would wear them, but you definitely had to have a certain body type to wear them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know any girls that were. In the I don't 80s think we were there. allowed to wear it. No, Most definitely not friends... cool or anything like that. There was one kid. Okay, so like you know the scene in the movie where, like Nancy's sitting like in class, like falling asleep or whatever. The creepy kid is like reading some poem or something at the beginning of the class. Yeah. And yeah. Uh -huh. like, I don't know what he says. I was going to write it down, but I got sidetracked. Um, like, she wakes up, whatever. Ah, oh, she's, like, flailing or whatever. She's burned her arm because, like, she saw Freddy in the dream. And, like, I'm looking at all the kids in the class. One guy has a full mustache. <laughs> and gigantic, like, Jeffrey Dahmer-style glasses and an afro. Uh -huh. It's, like, the one black guy they got for this movie uh -huh. that's in front of Nancy. And then the teacher, I don't know if you recognize the teacher... Um, she was Magda from, uh, yes, yes. something about Mary. Yeah. It's Magda from something about Mary. I also, forget. I, I also know her from, um, she's been in everything. She's been, she's always in something, but she also, wasn't she like one of the moms in Detroit rock city? Too? She was. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But it's so funny to like, when I see her dressed as like a normal person, it always freaks me out. Cause I always think of her with like the big blonde bouffant and like all the wrinkles and the weird, like, right. <laughs> and then whenever you think about it too, I mean, she, 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 she has always kind of looked older to me anyway. Like she, even in Nightmare on Elm Street, she looked like. She's one of those actresses or actors, whatever, that just always looks the same. She looks, yeah, she just looks the same. You know her when you see her. Right, 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 right. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's a, every mom, every Magda. <laughs> okay, so what else we got to discuss right now? Well. I did notice when I was watching it through this time, whenever Tina, she's the first uh, real death, I guess first it kill. was, the, yeah. for the first kill that you see on camera. And as she's getting slashed and thrown about the room, um, Rod sits there and he kind of backs over to the corner of the room and he is not that reactive, not as reactive as I would be. I'd be like, 
holy hell and opening the door and going, guys I, you gotta see this i would have probably gotten some help yeah i, I would have been screaming for something. right right and the last thing i would have done because he hightails it out too and yeah. just takes off in his underwear in his underwear doesn't tell his friends where they're going he just leaves behind a slashed body and then they're like yeah i guess we'll call the cops now <laughs> yeah um so I read a lot about and saw a documentary about like as far as like special effects and stuff go. The scene for Tina where she's getting thrown around the room uh -huh. and the scene where Johnny Depp is sucked into the bed and blood is squirting over. They use the same technology where they are like the director is stationary and the room is like spinning. Uh -huh. So like that's how they got her to like. I don't know how they got her like but she's flinging everywhere. That was what was great about those. Did they just sh shove that poor girl around? <laughs> I guess so. They just like, can't afford a body double. Yo -yo Boom. <laughs> they just throw Sorry. her around. You're in her underwear. You're getting torn apart. You're fine. It's whatever. <laughs> well, you know they only have part of the union. 1.5 million dollars. Right. So. Yeah. It's amazing what they were able to do too. Like one of my favorite scenes that really creeped me out is where she's like I don't remember exactly what nightmare it was, but she's like Nancy is running up the stairs. Uh -huh. And there's like, you know, she's like falling through the staircase. She it's can't all marshmallowy and sticky. Pancake mix. Pancake mix? It was made with pancake I was, mix. I thought they used marshmallow, marshmallow fluff. fluff. That's, That's what, what I, was I thought because it would be sticky and gross. And, and you know, it stretches and yeah, all that. It was, it was pancake mix. Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm, that's not what Bisquick intended. And I was going to mention, um, I don't know, like one of my favorite scenes of the movie is where, you know, like they're, they're having the sleepover or whatever and she's asleep. Nancy is asleep and you see like Freddy Krueger's head like come through the wall. Remember like he's yeah. like reaching for her kind of and then he like disappears again. Spandex. They made the the wall was, was made of spandex. It was made of spandex. I, thought, I figured it was latex or something like that but then I also thought latex. Because they didn't have CGI back then. They couldn't do fun yeah. stuff like that. You had to like I feel like you had to be way more creative back yeah. then. Well that's, sure that's what I love Spandex is way cheaper than you know CGIing someone's face through the wall. You know? Yeah, I, I love the practical effects of the eighties. Yeah, every, everything is CGI now. I think that in the remake, which we'll, I'll touch on in just a little bit, in the remake they do a CGI wall, and it does not have the same effect as the as a as the original. Right, like, it was really happening. It was, it was like it wasn't CGI. It was something like actually something was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. Um, I read that they used five hundred gallons of blood. For 500 gallons. That's a lot of gallons. It's a lot of. So, did they use I'm the sure shape of that? that? Or did, yeah. they, did they just I mean, make the corn syrup and red food dye? I'm not really pack. sure what they used, but that's a, that's a crap ton of blood. Like, mm. I'm. Like, I'm sure half of that was just for the scene where poor Johnny Depp did the big one in his half shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although, at some point when I was watching, I was like, that's Kool Aid. That's for sure Kool Aid. Like, it didn't even look very. It was just so thinned out, and it's like that's not real blood. There's right. No way. It's just so much. Well, there's I, I don't think how you would get it to flow like that either. I mean, even even if they did the right, because if it's cornstarch, it's just sticky. It's not as yeah, it drips. Drippy, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't fountain out like that. Yeah, bubble. I don't know. Um, I know that um, another thing that another line that I thought was hilarious that I didn't before because you know it was. In in these horror movies, another one of those tropes is always like the the parents just don't understand. They don't believe you, and all no that. No one stuff. believes you when you have a well, psychotic murderer in your dreams trying to kill you. Well, whenever Nancy is, uh, I, I guess it's whenever she's at the police station and she's giving her account of what happened, and how yeah. she doesn't know that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I what is it? I think it's her mom. That what does she say? Maybe you don't think murder is serious. <laughs> Maybe you don't think murder is serious. It's just like how do you don't think I don't take her death? Seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. 
like that's really you that's really how you would talk to your baby girl after your baby girl after just her watched her best, best friend, friend be murdered yeah <laughs> by what you think is probably her boyfriend that was why is her boy sleeping at the house anyways right but it's so funny because like the whole movie they're like oh that nancy she's a nut like she's crazy but then at the end when her mom gets real drunk and she's like come down to come downstairs I got something to show you. I got something to show you. There actually was a guy named this, and this is what happened to him. We murdered him. We murdered him. But it was for you guys. Here's his club. <laughs> <laughs> That's another point I wanted to talk about, too. Why would you keep the evidence in your house? Okay. So they're like, why didn't you go to the police? Or should Nancy asked her, why didn't you go to the police? And they're like, we did, but a warrant wasn't signed in the right place, so he got off scot-free. And I was like, they didn't keep the glove as the glove. The glove? <laughs> There's no glove as evidence? They didn't keep the glove as evidence? But she takes his glove and she's like, I'm going to shove it up my furnace. And I'm just going to leave it in my furnace. So that way I can show my teenage daughter someday. Someday he's going to come. He'll, he'll find a way to murder Someday right he's going to infiltrate their dreams. And I feel like one of the big differences, too, between, like, the remake and the original is that, like, in the original, I mean, I guess I always kind of implied, I guess because I grew up in the 80s and had a messed up childhood, that he was a diddler. Like, he was a diddler and also a murderer. I I thought it was implied, too, because... They, they would always mention it. They didn't, and I was looking for it, too. But and the only thing I could think of is, like, whenever um, he would do stu say stuff like, you know, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. I'm your boyfriend now. Killing them when they're naked. Like, you know, if you have sex, you're going to get murdered. Like, right. that kind of thing. But I feel like it's more direct in the remake than it is in... in the remake they just come out and say he was a kid diddler he was a diddler and now talking about the remake I, I i watched it again now that one came out and i got some facts about that one too let's see now the the remake uh jackie earl haley was the Freddy Krueger in Which it. Which I can't see as anyone but when he was in The Watchmen and he was like... When he was Rorschach. Yeah, Rorschach in the, that's, wa in the Watchmen. And he actually was a child actor. He was uh, in the Bad News Bears as a kid. I mean, he, he all, but he also kind of has that rat face look about him that yeah. Robert England does, but man, Robert England. Well, you know, I had read that he's only like 5'6", and so to make him look more intimidating because, um, you know, Freddy Krueger, like we said, you mentioned earlier that he they were wanting to be hulking but he was supposed to be a little squirrelier he was even bigger than jackie earl healy yeah. and they had to use like camera techniques and all that other stuff to make him look bigger like shooting from down below right shooting him low like, and having him up on platforms and stuff like that actors um and i think he actually did a really good job at it um i read that um wes craven was not on board with the remake however robert england was he thought that well, it's new... just, I can see how it's hard when you, like, I mean, he was so attached to it, you know? Like, that's his legacy, and then someone wants to remake it. It's kind of like saying, like, F you to what you did. I'm going to Right. <laughs> like, no disrespect. I'm going to recreate a whole other one, though. Like, I don't know. I would probably have a problem with it, too. Like, And I did. I saw it. I've probably seen it maybe twice. Yeah. I, I rewatched it again a couple of nights ago just to kind of refresh it, because I don't, I think I saw it. Oh, I think I probably got it on netflix whenever they were still sending out dvds back in the olden days of back netflix. in back in the before times yes and before times. <laughs> and um and i remember not watching or watching it not really liking it then because it wasn't like they they changed the story slightly and all it's that not, i mean you have to go into it kind of thinking of it as a whole other 
It was just a reimagining. It's a whole it other thing. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. It's a different thing. And then when I watched it the other night, I realized, I uh, watching it, that actually maybe we gave it too hard of a rap because it, it, it was darker. It was angrier. Yeah. Did you know that after the heart stops beating, the brain keeps functioning for well over seven minutes? <laughs> we got six more minutes to play. <laughs> And then, you know, they they paint them they painted them as this, you know, hardcore diddler. Hardcore diddler. And That's band name. name. <laughs> <laughs> he went drag and I That's went, my drag name. It's come out. I went band. Full Freddy Krueger attire. <laughs> but with like giant hair and eyelashes. There you go. But yeah, he you know, lived in the basement of a preschool, which who lets anybody live in a basement or a preschool? You're asking for a diddler if you invite a grown man to exactly. live in the exactly. basement of... No, no shade to men, but if you're inviting a grown man to live in the basement of your... Why is there a basement in the preschool, too, is what I want to know. Right? <laughs> I mean, That's then, where you would diddle, obviously. And then, and then they talk about, oh, we killed this guy because you kids were coming home and telling us stories and... and um. And then we took matters into our own hands. They don't yeah. even call the cops with this one. They just take matters into their own hands and kill the guy. Which happens in real life. Which Things does like happen in happen. real life. Yeah, oh yeah. But they, um, mm -hmm. but you know, right smack dab in the middle of the movie, they make it look like, well, he didn't do it after all. He just liked playing and hanging out with the kids. And he even convinces the kids. The kids at first are like, you killed a guy based on what a bunch of kids were telling you. And no yeah. wonder he's angry and coming after us because he's angry that we lied about it. Right. And then so they're like, we have to we have to find the truth about him. And so they go and find a little lair. It's where you kind of create your own reality. Like rather than believe the truth, you've created you've created the monster that right. you Well, they had forgotten completely about their preschool days at this point because you, because throughout the movie they're like, Oh, we didn't meet till high school. How are we in these preschool pictures together and all that stuff? Yeah. Because they had blocked the memory out or whatever. Yeah. And then they find the lair and then they find pictures of Nancy. Which you never get to see the pictures, and I'm glad that they didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just kind of left a, the mystery yeah. about it. And then, you know, you realize at that point, yeah, he had kids down there, and he was taking pictures yeah. of them, and it was all true. Yeah. And, um, you know, there but there were a few similarities, but the, the similarities were few and far between. They kept a couple of lines in. Yeah. I mean... It's hard to, like, pay tribute to it if the guy's not really down for what you're doing. <laughs> like, right. You don't want to steal a bunch of lines from his movie right, when right. he's like, no, I'm not about this life. And in this this movie, it was given, um, I was reading that um, the 1984 version, mm -hmm. the original, had a seven had 7.5 stars on IMDb, 95% mm -hmm. on the tomato meter and on on rotten tomatoes and um 84 audience score and then but the 2010 only had 5.2 stars on imdb a 15 percent on the tomato meter and only 43 percent audience score and i really in retrospect watching this i don't think it got a fair shake because the nostalgia factor really kind of that's what it is automatically like, just if they were to remake it in like 2040 or something when all of us are old and don't give a crap anymore and we're not remember it we're not scoring any of this stuff on the internet right then maybe it would stand a better chance right but 
now we're angry and we're we have computers so (laughs) we're just now the remake um like i said jackie earl haley was uh, freddie and there was a lot of uh, you know now we know the actors from the original nightmare on m street um but these guys in the remake were pretty well unknown i think that the biggest name was kellen lutz was in it from twilight from twilight and it took me a minute to realize who it was because, well, you know, because I hadn't seen Twilight. Because he didn't have a backwards ball cap on. And, right. you know, like... Well, no, because, you know, in Twilight, he had like the amber color eyes or the black eyes, right. depending on so how old they were. I think why I didn't recognize him at first was because he had those contacts in yeah. the Twilight. And that was, that's really the only thing I think I've seen him in other than bit parts in, in anywhere else. Um I remember when Twilight came out too, and he was supposed to be like the next like Brad Pitt. Like they were like, right. "Oh, he's so hot, he's gonna be in everything." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, so it opens with him in the original or in the in the uh, remake. It's he's in the original uh, the opening scene, and it, uh, he didn't have any of those contacts in, so he has like normal eyes. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, which one is this guy? Who's this doofus? Know, who's this doofus?" And so, yeah. It was just normal eyed Lutz. <laughs> That's my drag name. Normal eyed Lutz. Normal eyed Lutz. <laughs> but he plays the character of Dean, and he was the top build actor on this. And he, I mean, he was, that was a There's your problem. Him. They should have gotten better known actors. Right. Too, well, he right? was probably too expensive. He was riding that Twilight wave coming in, like, pay me more. And they're like, we only need you about four minutes. So. Well, yeah. And they used, what's his face, Haley for uh, Freddy Krueger. But the only, like, his best known thing is Warshak. Where he has a mask on. Where he has a mask on. You don't even time. see his face. Yeah. And so, um, uh, they they kept a couple of the character. They, I think the only character name that they kept besides Freddy Krueger, obviously, was um, Nancy. Mm-hmm. And which I'm sorry, no one would name their child Nancy now. So. No, not in this day and age. But um, are you your own grandma? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> now we're gonna get into some time bending, time bending kind of. Like <laughs> stuff. But uh, Nancy was played by Rooney Mara. And then, I mean, she's known now. Yeah, I've seen her. I've seen her in a few other things, but I can't really. What What else has she been been in? Was she not Was she not the one the dragon tattoo, like the American version of? Oh, Girl you know what? I never tattoo? saw. Those. I think that's her. Real weird looking. Oh, you know? I I don't remember seeing her in those. I think that was her. Maybe I don't know. I don't you know. You guys can correct us later. But um, there's uh, also oh uh, one of the I guess he was kind of the main dude that helps. Nancy would, you know, get crew. The Glenn, the Glenn of it all. The Glenn was the character's name is actually Quentin Smith, which is oh, which is which my is your name. <laughs> so that's the Quentin. What up, dude? Quentin. Love you. Love you. But, um, yeah. So that was kind of a trip for me. Going get out of there, Quentin. <laughs> Where's your mother? <laughs> Quentin Smith. <laughs> you come to my house right now. The Tina character's name was Chris, and that was played by Katie Cassidy. Katie Cassidy, yes. Um, anytime there's a girl named Chris and not like Christina, or you know what, it probably is Christina. Mm-hmm. It's a Tina. Tina. Chris. Okay, Chris. So. Yeah, okay. But anytime I think of anyone named Chris, I automatically go back to like Carrie and the bitch and Carrie yeah. who's like throwing tampons at her. Yeah, I don't right. trust a girl named Chris. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if your name is Chris. Well. Wow. 
My I throw aunt's, tampons at people. My <laughs> aunt's name is Chris, but you know. Sorry, Aunt Chris. Love you, Chris. Love you, Chris. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're all right. And then there's Jesse, who um, was the replacement for Rod's character. And that was played by Thomas Deccan. I haven't, I couldn't even tell you. But anyway, um, and also Clancy Brown and Connie Britton are in it for, uh, Connie Britton plays Nancy's mom and Clancy Brown plays one of their dads and also a school teacher. And all you really know about the two of those characters is they kill Freddie. I mean, so they peaked. Yeah. <laughs> That's... I mean, there are, there's literally no parent like at least in i do the original... Connie britain though hair the hair on the I, I like clancy oh, brown man. i mean the hair on her is just amazing oh yeah she's got amazing gorgeous hair, hair. And clancy brown too clancy brown. <laughs> but um yeah they i mean they have even less involvement than they did in the, in the original in the original it, the parents did and so also they didn't i don't think that they spent enough time in the remake like really focusing on like Nancy's downward spiral either. It just shows a bunch of insomniac kids that are like, I'm so tired. I want to take a nap. Let's... Well, yeah, because you see in the original, like poor little Heather Langenkamp, like she gets these dark circles under her eyes. Her hair starts, starts turning gray. Her, her hair turns gray when she's at the sleep clinic. And eventually she's like, you know, just reading like books on survival and stuff. Yeah. And like she's having... Haven't slept in days. She has a coffee pot in her room. Right. Which is... That was another thing I was laughing at, too, is uh, in the original that she's like, good night, Mom. I'm going to get some sleep. And she's like, good night. No more coffee or no, you know, get to sleep. And she's like, okay, Mom. And her mom leaves and she gets out another pot of coffee. Giant pot of coffee. coffee. Like, you couldn't smell like, that? Like, that's what I was thinking. Was like, Mom was all, you smell like coffee, honey. Right. It's either coffee or she is legit taking a deuce under her bed. Right. <laughs> <She's just> like... <laughs> Letting the coffee farts just rip under rip there. Right through her. That's why she takes all those baths. Those Freddy baths. Now, that's, that was a scene that they, they did keep somewhat in the original and the remake of the iconic. See, for me, that's of... what implied he was a diddler. Because, you know, she, poor 15-year-old girl's taking a bath. And here comes his hand. He just, like, out. flips his hand. Yeah. Which, they did that. I was wondering how they did that. And so I read about it. And how they did that scene was the bathtub was on top of a swimming pool. Really? And it was a body double, you guys. That's not really Nancy's boobies. That's Heather Lane Camp did not show her. Oh, okay. Bits. It was a it was a body double. I kind of figured it was. Could you imagine that being like your claim to fame? Like Right. <laughs> I was the I was the boob double for Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street in nineteen eighty four. You know, there, there are actresses well, I, I say actresses. There are body doubles that just do body doubling. I mean I mean I'm a body doubler. Good work if you can get it, I guess. I don't. That's. <laughs> I uh, I did some I did some body work for the mom in uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape. I got the work <laughs> again with Johnny Depp. I know, right? He's a talented what actor. A He's a great guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just I don't know. But that was a really interesting scene. I really like that where she got pulled under, and then she's like yeah. screaming bloody murder. Her mom breaks the door open. And she's like, sorry, I just fell asleep in the tub. Oh, sorry. I'm okay. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm bad. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Yeah. I'd be like, you are going to a hospital. There's right? something seriously wrong with you. They take her to one sleep clinic and they're like, and you know what? And then they're drugging her to make her sleep. And, and another thing is that 
the sleep clinics take months to get into. Oh, for I sure. I love how they always like pushes like come on, fifteen year old child with no other health problems, come have come have a sleep with us. Nightmares, you say? <laughs> Nightmares. Yeah. I mean, I take all that seriously. Like, I have two children. They are eighteen mm. and nine. My nine year old started having night terrors when he was about four. Uh huh. That is the most terrifying thing for me as someone on the outside. Mm -hmm. Because he is screaming. You cannot wake him up. You cannot talk to him. You cannot get him to tell you what's wrong. Mm -hmm. You just got to let him thrash about it like a crazy person until he's just not feeling that way anymore. Oh, I dated somebody who had night terrors. A as grown person? A grown person who was in I his... thought you grew out of that stuff. No, he... Well, oh, no. He was also... He had a myriad of other problems, too. He was... But, yeah, I, the first time I saw it happen, we he had dozed off watching a movie. And then we were. And was it I, Nightmare on Elm Street? I think it was the Neverending Story. Actually. Which is another. I can't remember. I was. It was something. I, Germans shouldn't be allowed to make children's movies. <laughs> but yeah. The Rockbiter? Are you kidding? What was that weird bat thing? Uh -uh. Right. No, thank you. That's one of the first movies I remember seeing in the theater with my dad. Was the Neverending. That story kid was too. gone all day long in the attic of a building, and no one knew where he was. No one called the police. No one called the parents. Nothing. No, there was no. There was nothing put out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to. We'll We'll have to talk about that one at yes. another, another point. Who would win in a battle, do you think? Freddy Krueger or Falcor? Oh, my gosh. Well, I you know what? I just think that, well, Freddy Krueger, he's he's going to win most of the time. Mm. Because uh, how many sequels does the never-ending story get? Uh, not that many. A couple. Because Falcor could like, kill somebody. Straight to VHS. Falcor could have just, like, batted him away like a cat would. Like, patang, and just knocked him into the never-ending ocean Maybe. or something i'm gonna have to think about that one <laughs> try and diddle the empress you're gonna get smashed <laughs> um but you know again uh some of the things that i did really like about the remake as opposed to the other one even though there was a lot more cgi there was a lot more of that like upside down like whenever um i think it's chris that falls asleep at school before she's slashed up yeah and like as soon as she falls asleep like the room just like bursts into ash and it was just yeah. cool like stranger things upside down yeah it's definitely a horror movie for now like i don't think that you can make like verbatim nightmare on elm street today like it wouldn't be the same like well even the things that they kept in like you know whenever they reused the line i'm your boyfriend now and then the bathtub yeah. scene well then everybody was like well you made you you'd plagiarize the first one it's like do you want them to play homage or do yeah, you want yeah, them yeah. to like, or is it plagiarism it's one of those damned if you do damned if you don't situations right. like you and can that's... change it completely and then they're gonna say it's nothing like the original and or I... you can do the whole thing and uh -huh. I'm gonna say it's not the same. So. And I remember saying the same things whenever I saw it ten years ago. Well, I walked into it like I I mean, obviously I walked into it knowing I wasn't gonna like it because it's not it's Robert not England. It's, it's not, not Robert England. Yeah. But I definitely walked into it thinking of it as its own standalone thing and not part of a series of movies that I liked as a kid. Like you just have to go into it. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Kind of like the, it's with all like, you know, the Halloween and stuff like that, like all the remakes and you know, Rom Zombie and all that kind of stuff. Like, he gets a lot of flack for that, but you just have to go into it not thinking of it as part of that universe of the other ones. You and have you to know go what? into it thinking of it as something else. Whenever I saw Rob Zombie's version, the of uh, the reboot, the very yeah. first reboot that he did, um, I was actually surprised that I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean... I didn't watch it for the longest time thinking... And I'm a hardcore nostalgia. Nightmare on Elm Street person. I am not... I mean, I will watch Halloween. I will watch Friday the 13th. They're fine. 
But, you know, everyone has their thing that they love. And right. that was the thing that I love. So, like, it didn't matter to me so much that you remade it. I mean, yeah, do it if you want to. And, and I, I liked how Rob Zombie also went into more of the, the psychology of the character. Of, I just you like know, Rob the Zombie. Being... He's a weird horror kid with uh, yeah. and that stuff, and he just likes it. And... I think that he did just fine with the, with the remakes or the remakes. Maybe stop or throwing your wife in every movie you make, but it's, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. She's I mean, not much of an actress. Yeah. But, you know, they got their thing. If, well. you know. <laughs> If I had a spouse and I could make movies, I'd probably put my spouse in my movies. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's true, too. Um, you want to spend all day with your hot wife. I get it. Especially when you look like Rob Zombie. Especially when you look like Rob Zombie. You got to take it where you can get it. <laughs> I will say that I think that the actors and the actresses in the remake were a lot more... Well, we're better. They were a lot more responsive to the things that were happening in the room. Like, whenever Chris is you know the first uh death scene or the first slash and um jesse is in the room with her and, and he's seeing all the same things that rod did in the original um he's like super panicked about it he's, yeah you know he's like eh, that's a little bit more believable than it originally right like, but um um one really believable scene in the original we talked about this earlier is when rod is in the jail and nancy goes to see him and they're talking about you know what's happening and all this kind of stuff and he's explaining what happened he's sweaty he's like upset mm -hmm. and gross um i read that the actor who played him was dealing with homelessness and depression and drug addiction so he was <laughs> and in between takes i read i read sources that he was doing heroin in the bathroom in between takes so that was why he was a sweaty gross mess because he was a sweaty gross mess yeah. and heather lane camp was just like starry-eyed like oh my god he was such a good actor <laughs> like, <laughs> he's acting strung out because he's strung out <laughs> like, yeah yeah well it's, it's method acting method acting is what we call that yes um I also noticed, too, that in the remake, Freddy is a lot more conversational, like... Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot of lines in the, in the, in the original. He, he was, he was so, he had his wit and his quippiness. He, and... he quipped a little bit, he had a few, but not like in, in the sequels. Like, in the sequels, he was just having the best time. <laughs> oh, I know. Murdering kids left and right, talking to everybody, just, yeah. you know... Like a gal pal hanging out at your house. Right. <laughs> Who's going to rip your face There's open. There's a reason I'm like this. Yep. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm back. You know, type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in the original, he had, like, I at one point, I had watched it so many times as a kid, I counted how many lines he had. I can't tell you now how many it was. But he didn't have, I mean, Robert England didn't have a whole, like, his job was to be creepy and weird and mm -hmm. giggle at everything. He had that weird laugh and mm -hmm. scrape his fingers on stuff. Yeah, he didn't. But that's what made him so scary to me was that he didn't talk a lot, kind of like Michael Myers of it all. He doesn't speak, so mm -hmm. it makes him scarier. It doesn't give him any sort of motive as to why they're, he's just coming after these kids. Yeah, he's just gonna kill you. Yeah, and in the second one, or not the second one, but in the in the remake, um, he he had a. I mean, he was like angry toward these kids, right? And and he would he would say stuff, why are you screaming? I haven't even cut you yet. You know, and all like, that kind of it. stuff. I haven't, like, done. I, haven't done I haven't done anything. Why are you screaming? I haven't even cut you yet. <laughs> um, one scene that really makes me, it made me laugh then as a child and it makes me laugh now. 
Nancy is running through this like alley, which is like, you guys live in a nice little town. Why is there this creepy alley? Yeah, right. Running through this alley, and that's where like Freddie's arms grow really long, and he's like, yeah, and scraping the edges. I'm six years old watching this. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. You know, and he would do stuff like that, too. Like, why wouldn't you trip over your arms and then he's just, like, tangled up in his own giant arms, you know? Right. Like, that's so stupid. And they would do stuff like that, too, in, in some of the sequels to that, too. Um, the, the He would turn into something. It was very campy. It was very, you know, like, one girl's dreaming she's on a beach at one point. And so he's, like, a shark coming up out of the water and he busts out of the sun right. with sunglasses, you know? That's not the Freddy of the original. Was it? Was it the third one that they were in the uh, in the, uh, the crazy house? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they um the, the one that the part that always cracked me up was whenever he picks the kid up and and, and crushes him into the TV. Crushes her into the TV. Yeah. Welcome to prime time. Right. Bitch. Yeah. And, like smushes the head. Yeah. Oh, that cracked me up. And the, then they're like, we got another suicide. It's another like, suicide. How do you suicide yourself with a TV? That's that's all, all like eight feet, feet off the, the wall. <laughs> we got another one of those suicides. I feel like this town, Springfield, right? It was Springfield, Spring, yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. They just didn't really care for the kids in their town. I think they just didn't care. Yeah, there were too many teenagers. They were over it. Well, they could have just closed the mall. They would have left. Like, right. <laughs> like, Tiffany will not be appearing this Sunday at <laughs> Springfield, Springtown Mall or whatever. Yeah. But, oh, but man. The third one, though, one of my favorite scenes from the third one is the kid who's like makes the marionettes. Yes. And he's like walking out and like Freddy's got his veins and he's like walking with his yeah. veins. Like that was pretty rad. Was it also that when they turn into like the giant snake? type thing and started eating or was that a different one yeah 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 at the end but yeah they picked up with the third one like the second one had never happened they were like nope scrap that we made, we made a the mistake second one i i don't even it's been a, it's been a while since i've seen it but i don't even really remember anything scary no jesus we watched it happening like last week or the week before oh so bad so bad so like there was a continuation like the second one never happened the third one had nancy and her dad yeah in it and then that's where you meet like Kristen, who's portrayed by is it patricia arquette one of the arquettes it was one of the arquettes i think it was it was i i'd have to rosanna it was one of them it was patricia rosanna rosanna i think i don't know one of the arquettes whatever whichever one not david since i've seen that because like i said i i would usually just watch the first one and then like her two friends are in that and then they follow over to the fourth movie and the fourth movie has alice which follows over to the fifth one and then the sixth one is just like completely other stuff Mm -hmm. another thing that i found really funny in the remake Mm -hmm. is that i always think it's hilarious whenever they don't want to have to pay royalties to any of the search engines yeah (laughs) so they're doing all their google (laughs) they're doing all of their uh all of their uh searches instead of you know doing the google machine or anything like that it's it was called gigablast gigablast (laughs) that's where you get your most accurate hang on let me go gigablast that gigablast it (laughs) that is hilarious and they did they did actually see um wasn't it nancy in the original that uh she sees tina being drugged in the body bag yeah yeah yeah, and they they did redo that scene into the the basement which again girl if you see that in the hallway of your school don't follow it i don't even think we had a basement at my school no because we live in texas there's no basements here there's no basements here in texas no um but yeah they they reused the uh they reused the or not reused it they remade that scene yeah 
Which I always thought was kind of a creepy scene with the bloody Oh, the body creepy bag. scene where like she's like standing there in the body bag and it's unzipped and then like like the centipedes crawl out of her mouth. Yeah. Nancy. Uh, yeah. There's like worms or snakes or something at her feet. Like great imagery, but they never use it again. Right. <laughs> and she died in a bedroom on a ceiling, not covered by snakes and centipedes. So it's kinda yeah, it didn't make sense. But, but that's right. fine. It's, all it's fine. Freddy, I can imagine Freddy like... He's a creative guy. Sitting in his room all, huh, what kind of imagery can I... Do you watch Rick and Morty, by any chance? Um, you know what? I haven't seen a whole lot of the latest season, but I have seen the first. Did you see the episode where they parody Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. We, we always, we always uh, have to... To parody, well, parody. We always, we always use a line from that. It's like out there, not in here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we say that all. Which the is time. what it's probably like. You know, Freddy Krueger was married. He had mm -hmm. a wife and kids and stuff. So yeah, no, not in here, out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Which would be that's super sick. cute if he wasn't a diddler, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm not overlooking that. I just there's some things you can't overlook. I'm just not gonna. Yeah. Gotta hold people accountable. <laughs> yeah. By murdering them. Right. <laughs> and just hoping they don't come back into your dreams and murder you right back. <laughs> like I don't understand why he wouldn't kill the parents and the people that that did that that, to him. that, that did that to him. And you know another thing that made me really uncomfortable in because I assume Nancy never met this guy ever in her life as right, a child, right? And well, yeah, well, I mean the original did, but in the remake, I was just about to say that it made me so uncomfortable because whenever he like when they're going into their final like I'm going in and I'm yeah. gonna grab him and bring him out and I need you to hit him in the head with a pipe or something, yeah. you know. And when she goes in, she's in a like a little dress and patent shoes, and he's like, "I always like this one on you." <laughs> and you're all, "No, that's," and that was, yeah, that was that was that was uncomfortable. Yeah. But then again, I, that I think that it made. But me how hate. do you lure a diddler? You dress like a child. Honestly. Right. Right. Exactly. She knew what she was doing. They both kind of. Okay, in the original, this is one thing that I always thought was so funny, too. Mm -hmm. So Nancy goes over to her dad, who's investigating Glenn's death, because Glenn died in his blood fountain. How do they even... There ain't no body. There's like... I know, right? How do you explain that other than some weird supernatural thing that right. happened? And they're like, your child got sucked into his bed and blown into the ceiling? Right. That doesn't make any sense. And he gets there and there, he's... he's Where's the corner? He's blowing chunks in there. He's he's gonna, they don't need a body bag. They need a mop. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. First of all, his parents are there. Can you maybe not talk that way? Right. What a nice neighborhood. <laughs> so he's investigating... Not good, apparently. He's a horrible investigator. Right. He's a, he, he's over there investigating with, and Nancy calls him while he's over there. He's mm -hmm. all picks up their phone. And yeah. All, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, honey. And she's like, hey, come wake me up in 20 minutes. Bust down the door. Mom's got me locked in. Bust in the door in 20 minutes and wake me up. I'm going to have the guy who did I've this. I've got the guy who did this. Yeah. Why would you wait 20 minutes? Just go over Just there. Just go over that. And then he goes and tells his deputy or whatever. He's like, hey, watch my kid's house. And if anything, anything weird, weird happens, happens in this dark house with bars in it, let me know. Let me know. And so she goes and she falls asleep. She gets sets up an elaborate. But here's the thing: plan. this is what this is exactly what I was laughing at. She's like, "Wake me up in 20 minutes," and then she goes to set up six hours worth of booby traps. She's like stretching uh, out Courtney, the wire. 
And so it should only take a few minutes. She's she had all You ever see the five minute crafts on YouTube? I'm just like amazed that she was able to pop that hole in a light bulb without busting it. Right. That's what I'm saying. She deserves an award. Twenty minutes. She needs an Academy Award for that scene alone. And then fell asleep. Ready? Go. Go. (laughs) And then she finally brings him out of the nightmare. And like, why couldn't you just fall asleep and just imagine that it happened? Right. But then she wakes up and she's got him. He's in the she's house. Got him. He's in the house. And there's like this big home alone scene where he's like falling into Very all of her. Very home alone. Her and Macaulay would have been BFs. Yeah, that, he was the point. original wet bandit. The original wet bandit. And uh, she's screaming Fire at him. Bandit. She's screaming at him. Get my dad. Get my dad. Come hurry. Yes. And, and all Bust it. Please get my he's dad. He's to and going. What? Well, I, <laughs> I guess I guess I should go get her dad. <laughs> like she's screaming bloody murder. There's yeah. smoke starting to come out. Yeah. There's all that. She's screaming bloody murder. Well, I there was literally been a child sucked into a bed and blown up through the ceiling. And he's like, he's like, I what wonder you, what you need. Wonder if uh, I need to do something about this, huh? Nah, nah. Someone else take it, right? Which is just our justice system. Yes. Commentary on our commentary justice on our justice, justice system. system. Falling through the cracks. Right. And then the crazy part, too, we're like, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And then when the mom is like, he jumps on top of the mom with the covers. Yeah, he's on fire. He's on fire. Jumps on top of her sleeping mother. They pull the blanket off. Freddy's gone. Where's he go? I don't know. Yeah. And the mom. She just, like, sinks in through the mattress. With lights. Lights coming up. And her skeleton's like. Yeah. (laughs) And she gets sucked into the bed. And she's just, like, yelling, mother. Mother! Again, someone in this neighborhood has been sucked into their bed. Right. Stop buying beds in this neighborhood. Dad sees it, and he's just like, like, huh, huh. That's a weird... Well, can you imagine that? Hmm. Then he just leaves the room. Then it's gone. And then, well, then he... Okay, he jumps back out at her, right? Yes. Dad leaves the room. She's starting to walk away, and she feels him that he's there. She's like, I don't believe in you, blah, blah. He's come up out of the thing, and she's like, I don't believe in you. I don't believe that you're even here. I don't believe in you. I don't believe in you. And he's like, no, I'm melting, I'm melting. And then he disappears. And doesn't she, she's like, and everything's going to be normal when you go. And I want my My friends back. And I want my my mom mom back. And then, like, and then she gets it for for a minute. But twist. Twist. Then the mom gets sucked up into that tiny hole in the door. Gets sucked in the tiny hole. They go into the Kruger mobile. Yep. And, you know, I read, too, that uh, Wes Craven fought with the other people in the movie because, other people, um, the other makers of the movie, because he, he they wanted Freddy Krueger to be behind the wheel, not Johnny Depp. And he's like, no, I don't want that. And well, because it's Johnny Depp, and then like the other two were in the back seat. She gets in the car, thinks everything's normal, and then something's wrong with the car, and they can't. So was she dreaming at that point? A girl, or was he already out, and like now he's. I have no, I couldn't tell you. I don't really get the end of that movie. See, like, and, and the reboot, it's kind of the same way too. Like, it's like what just happened? Like she I thought she got away. I thought everything was fine. Right. And the remake, it was the same way. She pulls him out. They have a fight scene. Yep. He gets burned up. Yeah. Then the police show up and they're like, we couldn't find a body. And she's like, oh no. no and well. then <laughs> she gets home and her mom's like, is everything okay? And she's like, I think so. And then he jumps out of the mirror and grabs her and pulls her into the mirror. It's like, where are we going with this? And how can Freddy Krueger pull the mom through the door in the house, but also be messing with the car at the same time he's a busy guy he's it's his world i guess he'll do what he wants he's a but that's just it is he in is he in nancy's world now 
or is, is he Nancy in, in his world? Is Nancy dreaming? Well, and they're like, and there's so much fog. Why is there so much fog? There's always on? fog. There's always fog. Makes people confused. <laughs> I guess so. But, but it's just, it's crazy. I just don't. They always, they always end the movies on a question mark that never really close up the movie. It's just like, yeah, but that's like, how it ends. That's right. just how it ends. That's how it ends. And good luck good enjoying luck. part two, which Thanks. is the weirdest thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> part two. I can't wait to get to that one one of these days. Because it makes that no sense. guy. <laughs> he should get awards for the screaming he did in that movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he screamed like no one. He's like psycho Janet Lee level screaming in that right. movie. Right. Right. Just insane. I'm surprised Robert England just didn't quit and walk away then. It was like, never mind. I don't want to be a part of any of this anymore. Uh, That's why it needs to be, I'm sorry, call me a sexist. It needs to be a final girl and not a final boy. No one wants to see a final boy. No. <laughs> the boys can always, they, they can, they always win. They why always can't we win. have this one thing? Let us have this. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's fine if it's a final boy. But yeah, that's, that was about, that was, a, that was what... I, my big question mark at the end of everything. Yeah, you're just like, just wait, like, what? What yeah. happened? Now, our, okay. <laughs> okay, they both say, they both use the line, well, you're in my world now, or whatever, yep. or you're in, and, and then mm -hmm. it's still, it's supernatural. It's not a dream world anymore, so. And, and you know, like, in the original, halfway through the movie where she's like, you know, she's, it's just a dream, it's just a dream, it isn't real, it isn't real, and she could wake herself up, you know, and she's like, the boiler room and it's hot, and she burns her arm to wake herself up. Yeah. Why would you ever go back to that world again? Because you, now you know that's a dream, and you can get yourself out of it. Right. She had the point in the middle, like, I'm saying she could have saved all her friends. She chose not to. Yeah. <laughs> she knew it was a dream. She knew she could pull herself out of it. Yeah. Glenn told exactly. her. Exactly. I just tell myself it's a dream. Like, Glenn told her in the middle of the movie, I, I told myself it was a dream when I have a nightmare. And then I wake up and it's, you know, it's fine. Like, you know what? I think that Glenn... Glenn so she indirectly killed all her friends right? for no reason. Glenn was kind of asking for his, though, in the beginning, or in the, in the first movie. Because she's like, I've got a plan and I need you to stay awake. And he's like, all right, all right. Well, she's like, Glenn, are you there? He's like, yeah, I'm right here. Okay. And then, like, you find out that dude was asleep the whole time. Whole time. Couldn't stay awake for 20 minutes. No. Worst boyfriend ever. Mm. He had better things to do, like the curse of the black pearl. And, and be a crybaby. And be a crybaby. Oh. Crybaby. That's what we'll have to cover one of these days. Just like a John Waters series. Just do a whole John Waters thing. Hairspray. A like hairspray. Near yep. to my heart. Well, I think that wraps up our first episode of The B-List. That wrap, wraps it up pretty much. I mean, there's a bunch of unanswered questions. There's a lot of unanswered questions. There's lots more to talk about. So you guys will have to subscribe, keep watching, keep mm -hmm. listening. Like us. Share like us. us. Be sweet, you guys. Be sweet. Let's love each other. Yeah. I think that's what Freddie really wants us to know. Right. You know what? Freddie is love. Freddie, if anything, loves too much. <laughs> that's what got him killed. That's what, that's what got him killed. <laughs> Love killed Freddie. Love killed Freddie. And then, <laughs> yeah, so. All right, everybody who's listening and watching us, it's been really fun. Thank you for uh, joining us for our very first one. I know that we're a little rough around the edges, but we're going to polish it out, and we're going to have a better. whole It'll lot more to talk about. It's, we I have promise. a lot to talk about. We will see you guys next time, and... Love you guys. Love you guys. Stay Bye. safe. Let me call.